This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Welcome back to the Alchemize Life podcast, everyone. How was your week? How are you doing? How was listening to last week's episode with Dan? I was listening back to it in the car a couple days ago and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Like this is so important for people to know. And so it was really great seeing some of you tag on Instagram and just want to invite you also with this episode, if anything arises for you, take a screenshot, tag the podcast at The Alchemized Life and Grace Emmons, our guest today, a community member, her Instagram is at Spirit Forward Healing. Grace and I had a conversation that you are going to listen to today all around trusting yourself, intuition, and playing bigger than you ever have before because the thought of not following your intuition is just no longer an option. And I'm so excited for for this episode to come out just a few weeks before the beginning of the year because I know that so many of you are experiencing this rise in energy and this desire to no longer have a plan B and to just go for it. So let this interview slash conversation with Grace just inspire you to know that it's all possible and it can happen so much faster than you think. And I'm so excited. I shared this last week how we are bringing community members in to have conversations, to ask me questions, to have a dialogue around their experience as entrepreneurs, navigating fear, navigating growth, evolution. And I really loved that Grace and I got to kick off this series together and that we got to talk about everything from the self-trust to impatience to wanting things to happen yesterday and how to navigate all of those pieces of entrepreneurship. So I think that whether you have a business or not, this conversation is going to be so potent for you. And for those of you that do desire to see growth in your business, whether you are just starting out, maybe you haven't even started yet, or you've been in it for a while, I'm excited to officially announce my Proximity membership. So Proximity was really built and born for you. I've had so many clients that have walked alongside me, signing up for every single program, every single masterclass, and literally like we do life together. And As I was thinking about how I really wanted to evolve the business over this next year and what it would look like to evolve the level of support that I give to my clients and transition from focusing mostly on one-to-one to really like diving deep into the group experience because there's just so much that we can learn and grow from when we're in groups together. I mean... 
the emotional intelligence piece, like the interpersonal relationships, holding ourselves next to other powerful people. Like if you want to collapse time around your growth, that's how you do it. And I just think that it's been the most instrumental piece of my growth is being in relation to other individuals, surrounding myself with power and getting support and mentorship along the way. So that's why I created Proximity because I knew that this would be the most supportive thing for those of you that really see yourself as becoming not just a successful entrepreneur, but like building a legacy, building something that sustains you, that supports you, that you're proud of, that creates the freedom that you desire in every single area of your life. And so proximity is going to be a year-long membership. You can sign up at any time, but right now we're doing a founding member rate until 1-1-2023, and you'll get $1,000 off of your membership. And just to put it in um, context, In 2022, I ran 17 programs, 17 programs. It totaled up up about $11,000, $12,000. In proximity, you are getting access to every single thing that I am doing for an entire year. So monthly live masterclasses, monthly group programs, and in addition to all of the things that I'm going to be selling publicly that you'll get automatic access into, We're also going to do monthly community calls where you will get hot seat coaching and mentorship from me. And that's only going to be available to proximity members. So this is so huge. I think of it as like a hybrid between being in a mastermind space, getting access to all of my group programs that could be anywhere from money management to leadership, to embodiment, to sales, to launching, to creation, to self-expression, to content, to um, social media. Like we are going to go all in over the course of 2023. And I mean, 17 programs in, in 2022, we're going to have at least 24, 25 programs altogether because we're doing something every single month between programs and masterclasses and the community events. So it's going to be so freaking huge. Again, to put it into context, all of the programs that I ran in 2022 are about $12,000. The membership is only going to be 5,000 for founding members or a monthly membership of 444. But again, that's only until January 1st. So I'm going to put the link inside of the show notes. If you have any questions, feel free to drop me a DM at I am Ava Johanna, but I would absolutely love to support you over the next year. Just think about how much can change in an entire year. Like it is going to be absolutely wild and magical. And I cannot wait to walk alongside you. Like truly, 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 it's going to be so amazing. So again, link is in the show notes and let's talk a little bit about Grace. So Grace, my guest today is the founder of Spirit Forward Healing, and she's a certified Reiki master teacher and wellness coach working with individuals both online and as well in person in her space in Topanga. And she'll share more about her story and her experience of building this beautiful business that offers transformational healing and coaching as well as executive and corporate healing. And I think you're going to love this conversation. So again, you can follow Grace at Spirit Forward Healing. We'll link everything in the show notes for you. And I hope that you walk away from this conversation feeling even more in touch with your own intuition, your own inner voice, and knowing that it's safe for you to trust yourself. All right, everyone. I'll see you on the other side. Grace, welcome to the Alchemized Life. I am so excited for this conversation. I 
randomly decided like two months ago that I wanted to start bringing people in from my community. And what's so funny is that when you won the giveaway, I was literally just picking a name at random from the masterclass and had no idea really like who you were, your work. And as I started actually diving in after we said, all right, let's get it scheduled. And like, after it was scheduled, I was like, oh my God, of course my intuition, like scrolled down the list so quickly and chose Grace, who is the most beautiful soul doing such powerful and like magical work and healing in Topanga. And I'm just so excited to have this conversation with you today. Thank you. I am so honored and happy to be here and excited to speak with you. So I feel yeah, very lucky to, that you chose me at random. Um, and it was funny because I even felt like joining that class. I was like, I don't know. I feel so pulled to just join this and I don't even know why. And now I kind of feel like maybe that was even part of that um, was for us to have this conversation. I don't know. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that that's like such a great place to start too. And I feel like having just read like the tiniest amount about you and you're going to share it even more um, in our conversation today, but like, I feel like that's such a great space to start to, excuse me, space to start because it's following that pull, following that nudge, not necessarily knowing the why, but having the trust in yourself and the courage to be like, you know what, I'm, I, I know, I don't know exactly why, but like, I know I'm supposed to be here. And I'm sure that you've had many moments of that over the course of your journey. And, um, it's led you to this moment, having your own healing space in Topanga, one of the most beautiful places that I've ever been to. And so I'd love to just like open the conversation there around self-trust and like following the nudges. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that is where my story starts, actually. How I found Reiki even was that following that poll, I actually was in kind of a bad place in my life. This was several years ago. Um, and I, you know, it wouldn't have even looked that bad on the outside. I had a really good high paying job in the corporate world. Um, I was like traveling all around the country to clients. It was kind of like high powered job that would look really good on paper. Um, I, you know, like my life was fine, but I was in sort of a toxic relationship with a guy and I, um, was experiencing all this pain in my shoulder and my back that was like unexplainable by anybody that I I went to and spoke with. I tried to speak with, I mean, I saw physical therapists, chiropractors, an orthopedic surgeon, like everybody. And the most they could tell me was it was in my head, like it was maybe fibromyalgia or something. And I'm like, no, there's like real pain here, like real pain. And so somebody I knew had been doing Reiki And I just felt like that was maybe the first nudge or pull of like, I feel like I need to go try Reiki with this person. And at the time I thought I was going for my shoulder pain, or I don't know what what I thought I was going for, but I just sort of trusted that and and was like, I'm just going to try this. And my first Reiki session, like I had the most transcendent, transformative experience because it just opened me back up to my connection to source, the divine, infinite, whatever God, whatever you want to call it, um, that I hadn't even realized I was cut off from until I felt flooded with 
like bathed in love and support. And it was like the most amazing feeling I could still feel today. I feel actually every time I tap back in and use Reiki. And from that moment, I knew like there is something this is so powerful. I have to do this. Like this is, I'm just going to learn Reiki. I don't know. I, at the beginning, I was like, I'm going to learn this. And, and just as a hobby for myself, I don't know. Or maybe someday in the, in the next life, I'll be a Reiki master. And then it was actually continuing to follow those nudges. Like from that point on led me to Columbia to get my master's in psychology at the Spirituality Mind Body Institute and then leading me to eventually like make a jump from my corporate job into doing this full time, being a Reiki master and coach, um, you know, led me to my beautiful property in Topanga, led me to my soulmate husband. Oh my God. Like just, I think from the moment that I really started trusting my intuition and following exactly like you said, even not knowing where it's leading, just knowing there's something for me here. There's something I'm supposed to do and just trusting even when you don't know the end result. I mean, I've, I'm literally like living my dream life. I'm so, I feel so blessed. So mm. and now I get to share Reiki with others. And hopefully like that is one of the main things we do in Reiki is turn on someone's intuition and re-empower them to get back in touch with themselves. And, you know, we are our own greatest healers and guides when we get back in touch with ourselves. I'm sure you know that and experience that through breathwork. And I'm sure, I think breathwork does the same thing. I've only done it um, a bit, but it's so powerful. Um, But Reiki also has that effect of like turning your intuition back on, getting you back to your authentic self that knows what you need. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I fullheartedly agree. I think for a while when I was just starting out, especially like when I had the podcast just beginning in 2018 and was able to sit and talk with so many incredible people. My question was always, you know, like, how do I become more intuitive? How do my listeners become more intuitive? They were very selfish questions. Like I just wanted to be intuitive as fuck. And I was like, everyone else will benefit from this, from this question being answered. And you know, everyone gives their different answers, but at the core of it, it's always like coming back to yourself, stillness in some sort of form so that you can hear what's actually happening on the inside. And it's like, it's not much more complicated than that. I think where people get the most tripped up is I hear it, but I'm not courageous enough to follow it yet. And I'm curious, like your experience with that. Oh, my favorite, favorite, favorite thing is when my clients tell me like, oh, no, I I know what my intuition is. Yeah, my intuition told me this or I can hear. I know when my intuition speaks to me, I just don't listen to it. And I'm like, oh, well, girl, that's your first mistake. So I don't even know if um, that's where you're going with this. But where just a little aside is that the best way to get it uh, more in touch with and in tune with your intuition is it's a muscle. You have to use it. So you have to not just hear it and know that it's there and hear what it wants you to do. You also have to trust it and follow through and do the thing for it to trust you back. Like it's like a relationship. So the more that you can tell you have an intuitive pull to do something, and then you don't take that step, like 
you're, it's going to, you're going to cut off communication, just like any relationship, you know, if you're not um, trusting, trusting each other or, um, you know, like being there for each other or spending quality time together, whatever you want to think about it. So the more that you can build that relationship with your intuition, that means like, going where it says to go, taking the step that it says to do, even if you don't know what's on the other side and just trusting because your intuition, like that is your key to your best life, right? Like we can all, there's a million people living beautiful, lavish lives, but there's only one life that is meant for you. I mean, like your truest, best, most abundant life that you're going to be happiest in only you know what that is, right? Like where you're going to live, who your partner is. You can't just plop down into somebody else's life because it was for them and not for you. Um, so anyway, your intuition is your guide to all of that, I think. Yeah, I think that it's so important to even like just emphasize that point of like what's specific to you and what feels right for you. Because I feel like it's so easy for us to get caught up in what other people are showcasing or celebrating. And, you know, I think especially as entrepreneurs, you know, having a presence online, being able to consume other people's content, I've had to check myself so many times and be like, well, is this even true for me? Like, do I want to have a eight figure business? Do I want to have like a huge audience online? Like, what do I, what do I actually want? And what is it that maybe I think I want only because I've seen other people that maybe I admire or that have some reflections of things that I want showcasing online. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, yeah, the comparison game online is really easy to fall into. I even find myself on occasion doing that. Um, But yeah, like, you know, only, you know, like there only you will know who your soulmate is because it's a feeling not, you know, well, I don't believe that it's like a way they look or something. Right. And only you will know how perfect it feels inside your home. And like, that's your home, right? Because you you chose it and you knew when you were there, like, ah, this is my home. Like somebody else isn't going to have that same feeling in that house. Mm -hmm. So I feel like our whole lives are really like that. And, um, that's kind of one of the amazing things about following your intuition is like, it's all by feeling. So you just follow what feels good to you and what feels like your highest good in any moment. And that'll lead you to your highest, best life. Yeah. So, okay. So you've obviously been making some big moves in business. And I know this because we caught up a little bit before we hit record. How do you personally discern what is a feeling of excitement and yes, 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 let's go. And the very similar sensation in your body that could be excitement, but fear. And I think that a lot, like I know that I've had to navigate this and have discernment around it. Um, You know, when I've invested bigger amounts in myself or when I've put myself out there in different ways or created a program that I had never been seen done before or had never tried my on my own, there's like a very similar feeling, like sensational feeling in your body between excitement. Yes, go for it. And, oh, this is scary. And I don't necessarily know if this is right for me. And I think sometimes people can 
mistake the feeling of exciting fear for no, I'm not ready yet versus like, this is the time to lean in. Absolutely. No. And I was just having an experience like that because as you said, so I, um, I guess to just give like a background for a moment of where I've been and where I'm at, I run a um, Reiki and wellness brand called Spirit Forward Healing. And we support um, people here in Topanga and also virtually individuals and professionals. Um, And that whole idea was to help make Reiki more accessible and approachable and widely accepted. Like I want Reiki to be as commonplace as yoga or meditation um, because I think it's so, so, so powerful. Um, But this past year, I started getting this major pull of like, oh, you are about to go way bigger. Like there is a whole nother level that needs to happen. And it felt, um, I think the initial feeling just felt so exciting and fun. And, um, I mean, I dare, I even say I've had two, I have two little daughters, so I've been pregnant before. Like I almost felt like I was like pregnant with this idea, this vision, but it was so not even concrete. Like I was like, what does that even mean? I started even telling people because I was, it was feeling so strong. Like it was building up in me of like something really big is coming. And I was, you know, telling my husband, telling a couple of good friends, they're like, okay, so, so, so what? I'm like, well, I don't know exactly know yet, but it's going to be really big. Um, so I, in order to help flesh this out, actually did end up hiring a um, mentor coach to work with. And that I did come up with a little bit of that fear of the unknown came in because I was wanting to make the decision. And then there's a little bit of a fear of like leaping off the edge of actually making the first big investment you need to make to manifest, you know, that feeling into reality or, you know, at that point, not knowing really where I was jumping into. (laughs) Um, But I think you can do two things there. I think what I do is really always try to pause and take a moment because I have had experiences where I've been in the fear, I've made a decision. And then like the moment the decision's made, maybe like I paid for something or um, I responded to something really quickly. And I've had like a drop feeling, Mm -hmm. right? Of like, oh no, that was not (laughs) good. Um, Like that wasn't right. And I know almost instantly it's like an intuitive, like no bad, bad feeling. I don't think that you will actually have that feeling when you take the leap that is right. So like for instance, when I decided to jump off the, the, you know, ledge, um, in working with a mentor and really manifesting this next level, um, that felt like pausing and giving myself time to make sure I wasn't rushing, being okay in the fear of the unknown. Um, and then when I did make the decision, waiting to see what feeling arose and it was arising out of the fear was like a yes and exciting and uplifting, like, Ooh, I can't wait to see what happens. Um, and so obviously we all experience that differently. We all have different, um, 
psychedelic psychic oh my god not psychedelic (laughs) (laughs) also maybe psychedelic senses but psychic senses so some of us we like literally feel um in our bodies some of us we see visions right some of us we um just have a knowing like I just know that was right or wrong so you'll feel into your own um but like I'm so happy that I jumped off that ledge. And when I waited and made sure that it was like an uplifting fear and not like a dropping fear, um, I've now been able to really take my business and my, myself to the next level. And I'm now supporting CEOs and leadership and corporate, um, which is so amazing because it like is integrating all parts of me and the corporate grace that existed before and the Reiki master grace, bringing that all together. Um, and, uh, also supporting other high level people that are in the public eye, a couple of artists and, um, such. So, um, and now it just feels like, yeah, of course I, and I knew this was happening and my intuition had, you know, had, my back all the way. And I just needed to trust that and, and know how to read her language and know Mm -hmm. her yeses and nos feel like, and that takes, you know, working with her day in and day out to know. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's so fun to see it all come to life. And I think the thing that people often wait for is that the thing comes to life before they make the decision in order to feel comfortable. And I'm like, that's not how it works. I wish that that's how it worked. I wish that we had concrete proof before we did the thing that felt a little scary, but was exciting. And we knew was going to be the thing that helped us get to our next level. But it's rarely worked out that way for me. And I have always had to be the one to go first and to really lean into the edges that I knew were there to be pushed and there to stretch. And every single time it's absolutely blown my mind because the greatest, the greatest person that you can put your trust in is yourself. Like you are the one that you have absolute and total control over. And so why would you not want to work on that relationship of like, how can I take today to trust myself more? How can I take this week to trust myself more? What does it look like this month for me to trust myself more? And like breaking it down into small baby steps like that, like you said, it's a muscle that you want to strengthen over time every single day. And I just think that, you know, you feeling the bigness of everything that's coming is such a theme for so many of my clients as well, too, that are just like, I, d- I have no idea what it is, but I know that it's going to be freaking huge. And like just so much excitement and energy around this next year, especially. And it starts first with us really like honing that trust muscle and being able to always default back onto ourselves and what our inner voice is telling. And I agree. I think Reiki is such a beautiful tool for that. The way that I've always kind of seen it is very similar to breath work, like excavating all of the like inner gunk so that there's a clear channel of communication for you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's what we're, we're doing. Um, working on your whole energy body, subtle body, which spans across the physical mental and emotional levels of you. Um, so really clearing out, yeah, like clearing out debris and stagnant energy and, um, yeah, gunk that you take on (laughs) from your day-to-day life so that you can be clear, vibrating at your truest, most 
vibrant frequency. I think of it as like, you know, we're all energy at the smallest level of what we are. Our very atoms are made up of energy. Um, And I think when we are truly well on all those levels, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like we each have this unique vibration, just the same as, you know, like the vibration of a crystal is different than the vibration of a leaf. And I think like every single human being has their own vibration, but the more that we're um, not caring for our energy in that way, we get dulled down and we're not really able to like shine in our own unique radiance. So Reiki, I think of as just like washing that all away. So you can just be shining as your pure essence and, you know, your soul is shining through. Um, And that's also where your intuition is speaking and you're, you know, you're in tune with her. And, um, and that's really, I think where we live our best lives when we're living from our purest truth. Yeah, 100%. One of the things that is really important to me to going back to what you were sharing, like the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual piece, like that on a day-to-day basis, checking in is so important. And I think that when it comes to growth, it's especially important because like, and you know this because you studied the body and um, physiology, it's like, when we are in periods of growth, there's only so much that like we can actually grow without either contracting back in or burning out. And like, so we push ourselves, we push ourselves, we push ourselves. And if we don't take the time to care for ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually, it's like a rubber band that wants to snap back in because we only have such a window of tolerance really that allows for us to continue growing without that contraction coming back in. And I've talked to a lot of people and even in the past, before I knew this information, I remember like I made a huge investment. I think it was like two years ago, made a huge investment in myself and it felt like so exciting. And I I was like on cloud nine. And then the next day I was just bawling and like had so many limiting beliefs come up, just felt like crap. And, um, I know now that, oh, that's just like literally what the nervous system has to do to calibrate back to a space of homeostasis of balance to find a sense of coherence with this new reality that I'm creating. And I think people forget about that when we get super excited about growth and new things and, um, you know, making these decisions that push us forward. And then the moment happens when they contract and they're like, why do I feel this way? I just did this amazing big thing. And now I feel like I did three years ago when I had no sense of self or didn't have any trust in myself. And so my question for you, and I think that this is going to be so helpful for people that are listening is like, how do you show up for yourself on a daily basis to make sure that you're not traveling into that state of burnout, not traveling into that state where you are going to contract and not being able to hold all of the growth that you're really calling in right now? Yeah, what a good question. And I'm like laughing because um, because I usually give my husband a really hard time because he's also a very like CEO of his company and works very hard. And I'm always giving him a hard time. We have like this rule where we turn off our electronics at 8 p.m. And the next couple hours before bed, we're just like 
present. I don't know. You can read a book, you can like stretch just we're in our bodies. We're like taking a break and that's always been huge. And then this past year, when I was so excited about what I, you know, the new things I was doing and just my new baby, uh, you know, the next level, um, he was giving me crap because I was like on my phone past eight. Cause I was so excited. I just wanted to like take the next step and right. It's like inspired action mm-hmm. that can feel so good, but you're absolutely right. Because even when we're working for our own businesses, which is, you know, the most fun and best business to work for, I think, um, you can still burn out. You can still overdo it. You, you need to build in those breaks. Um, so yeah, I think of it as daily, um, having hours for me, it's really important hours around when I'm on electronics. Like I need a break from screens. That's just so, that's something I've learned intuitively about myself. Um, That's when I feel my best and I'm actually able to get like divine inspiration coming through and connection to um, source and divine and like is never happening for me when I'm on a screen pretty much. So that's a huge one. And trying to check myself, even when I'm so excited to still turn off the phone and put it away. Um, For me, I also try to do a morning routine. And that's not as simple as, I mean, I know it would be simpler to just sit and meditate for five minutes. But sometimes with our productive, obsessed brains, I want to do everything in the morning, but I found out a way to like super pack a lot of things. Um, We have a sauna and cold plunge here at our place in Topanga, which I absolutely love. So I will go in the sauna and I'll usually actually journal or listen to a podcast or something while I'm in the sauna. So I get to do a two for one. Mm -hmm. And then when I go in the cold plunge, that's when I do my meditation receiving. Um, For me, it's not so much like it's, it's, it's very intuitive what I'm doing. Um, as a Reiki master, what we essentially learn to do is receive and to make ourselves channels. When we work with another, it's channeling through energy to that, you know, to that other, but, or, or you can channel to, you know, just to yourself. So I like to do that in the cold bath and just receive. It's also out in nature. So I'm connected to, um, like, it feels very, very, raw connection to source and the universe. And I just sit there and breathe until I forget that I'm in like an ice bath. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I do like a super packed, you know, getting in like all the things in that morning routine. And I try to do that a few times a week. If I miss a day, I give myself grace and move on and do it the next day. Um, But those, I think that morning and evening gives me breaks from the work. And that's so important, especially in the work we do. Like it can be so easy to get caught up in the, I don't know, the the social media, the marketing or the, just the tasks and all this, the manifesting that we want to do of this, of the thing. But especially in our work, like it's so important to stay connected to the you know, the source of our ideas. And like, for me, at least, like I'm, my whole purpose is to help people heal and to help people raise their consciousness, elevate their level of consciousness. And in order to do that, I have to keep doing that myself, right? Like we all are 
just leading by example, or at least I'm trying to lead by example. I know you're leading by example. (laughs) Um, So we got to take care of ourselves. Yeah, 100%. The people that are the most successful are leading by by example, for sure, embodying and practicing what they preach. Um, I love that. And I love that you pack multiple things into like one experience. Like that's what breathwork is for me, breathwork and meditation, because it's not just a tool for moving energy. It's also a tool for connecting spiritually. It's also a tool for physically. It's also a tool for clearing out your mind. And so it really is like all four in one and I can do it in 10 minutes. And so I just absolutely love finding little hacks like that because I am so like, go, go, go as well, where I want to do all of the things. I have so many different ideas and I feel like I want them all done yesterday. And so having things that actually work with my schedule without making me feel stressed or overwhelmed, because I think that there's that piece too, where it's like, if you create this super long to-do list of ways to take care of yourself, things to do around the house, things to get done in business. Sometimes you can approach the things to take care of yourself from this energy of like urgency and rush. And so it's not actually doing the things for the reason you should be doing it. It's just doing it to check it off a list. And I think that if it comes to that energy, I would look at ways to hack the system and find different practices or rituals for your day that allow you to knock more things out without having to take enough time that actually brings you into a feeling of like lack or scarcity. Yeah, absolutely. Once we get into that to-do list mindset, it's like, also you can never finish the to-do list. Is that just me? I like literally by the time I start to check, there's always something more. I'm always adding new things. And so you never just get that sense of completeness. So I think a huge um, mindset shift that I had to take was just like, it doesn't all have to be done for me to sign off. Like, even if I set a, you know, I start making a list of all the things I want to do in the day. Like I always have to remind myself, and this is just how I work. Maybe other people can get their whole list done, but I never can. So I just have realized like, it's more about clocking out at the time that I need to clock out and getting to the rest tomorrow, rather than feeling this need to just get it done just because it was on the list. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that can just turn into again, like forever, I could, by the time I'm done with that list, I've already thought of, you know, more things to add to the list and then you never take a break. So the gifts of entrepreneurship, the list (laughs) never ends. Yeah. (laughs) So obviously with all of these big moves and like transitions for you over this past year and and also beyond, because I know that you're not stopping anytime soon. It comes with uh, its fair share of challenges as well. Could you share like some of the challenges that you're navigating now at this level? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I feel like I'm always navigating. I mean, we were just talking about, but um like time management and, you know, speaking of, I think you said something earlier about like, who do you even really want to be? And maybe comparing, seeing somebody else out there doing the most and making X amount of money and X amount of clients. And it's like, yeah, but is that, yeah, is that for you? What do you want? I I am a mother of two young girls, um, a two and a half year old and a 10 month old. And I think that I, and, you know, especially with 
this next level and um, doing even more of the work that I'm excited about, there's this constant internal battle of like, how much time do I want to spend on my business and how much time do I want to spend with my girls and at home and with my husband, you know, one-on-one and like, there's just so many facets of life. And, um, so I think for me, the biggest challenge is like keeping boundaries around the work and holding to my time. Like, um, this happens, I think at every level for me, all set a schedule, like working hours or times that I see clients or whatever it is. And this has happened again now. And then I'll get a request, like a really, really, really good request from somebody, you know, that I want to work with or um, an existing client. And it's like outside of the working hours that I set or, you know, Mm -hmm. something like as simple as that. And just really holding to the boundaries because I've learned time and time again that when you break them once, then suddenly like, yeah, I don't know. You just, you know, those are as important as anything um, in respecting the wholeness of your life and the balance of your life. Mm -hmm. For me, it's really important. Like I want to be um, really present with my daughters. And part of the reason that I launched my own business in the first place was I wanted to be around for them and I didn't want to be gone you know, flying across the country for my corporate job, like away every other week and not be present, you know, not be part of their lives. Like I wanted to be a present mother. So it's just funny when I get get so excited about the work and like, let it bleed over and take away time from my family. Like that's always a lesson for me of just, no, 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 that's not part, you know, why did I do this in the first place? Um, But, and I think that also goes back to like, just us being the designers of our lives mm-hmm. and our where we spend our time. And I know you just traveled and worked remote from like Mexico or wherever you were. And like, um, that's amazing. And um, like, I have not had the best experiences working remotely from places because I feel like for me, I need to actually take breaks and like vacations that are non-work. And so yeah. I have to learn that. Um so that's like a constant challenge for me. I don't know if you face that at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it comes up, like you said, at every different level. And I think the biggest thing that I've always come back to is, well, what does the new standard look like? And that's something that you can even journal on of like, what is the new standard? What does it look like for me? to set new boundaries at this level? What does it look like for me to turn off when I know it's time for me to be like in mom mode and and partner mode and not be the CEO? And, you know, like you said, it's like the hardest part is actually us holding the standard, us holding the boundary because it comes with so many different assumptions, right? And I think especially as women, it's so easy for us to fall into what are they going to think about me? I want to make sure that they don't get their feelings hurt, that I'm caring for them. Like the total people pleasing, codependency, martyr type of roles that we as women, but everyone can put on. Uh, I just see it happen more often with women, but then again, most of my clients are women. Um, And it's just always a reminder that like, not only are you designing your own life and the designer of your own life, but you're also designing a new reality for all of the people 
in your world, whether it be your daughter is setting an example for them, your husband, like embodying a new level of like balance and presence in the family life that inspires him to shut off a little bit earlier. You know, my boyfriend, he's um, the CMO of a tech startup. And so he's so on all the time. And he sees me with my like two to three hours of work every day. And it's inspired him to minimize the amount of calls that he has on his calendar and look at ways in which he had been potentially like adding more that wasn't necessary. And so it's like the embodiment that you decide and the standard that you decide to set for yourself creates a ripple effect into the example that you're setting for others. And so in a way, I think about it from this perspective of like, it's bigger than me. It's not just for me. It's to create a new world. It's to create healing for the people in my life. Like how incredible is it that because I started meditating and practicing breath work and practicing yoga and making that such an important part of my life that it rubbed off on my mom and caused her to go down this whole path of going back to school, now getting her master's only because I decided it's very important for me to meditate even when I'm with my family on a vacation. And so I just think about those types of challenges from that perspective of like, it might be a new energy that I'm holding, a new standard that I'm setting. It might be so different than what anybody in my life has experienced, but I'm here to design a new way of life, not only for myself, but like actually for this world as well too. Oh, I love that. Yes. A hundred. Yes, yes, yes. To everything you said, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's it's something fun to journal on too of like what is the new standard? What is What is the new reality? I mean, we were talking about Amanda before... Um, before we hit record and everyone who's listened to the podcast knows that Amanda was my, my, my MVP as far as coaching went when I was first starting and she's been on the podcast many times, but I remember we sat down and designed like a whole new version of myself. And I think the, it, I feel like this is such a full circle piece, but so I love that we're wrapping the conversation here it just came back to following through on it, right? Having the courage to follow through, having the discipline and devotion to show up as her every single day, not only in like the qualities that I wanted to embody, but also the boundaries that I wanted to set, my pricing, the conversations I wanted to have inside of my containers on my podcast, like who I wanted to be in my world. Again, it all starts with us. And I think that anybody listening, like have have the courage to go for it. Like Grace is such a perfect example of what happens when you have the courage to just trust yourself. And like I was saying, like you are the person that you want to put the most stake in because you're the person that you can control at the end of the day. Yes, absolutely. So where can people find you? I know that you said that you see people in person, but also online. So I know that we have a big audience in LA, but we also have a global audience. So I want to make sure that everyone can follow you. Yes, definitely. So we're on Instagram at Spirit Forward Healing um, or on our website, spiritforwardhealing.com. And then look out because there will be a new uh Grace Emmons website coming soon. That's going to more encapsulate the higher level work I'm doing with um, CEOs, executives, leadership, celebrities. Um, But my team at Spirit Forward Healing, yeah, we see people in our studio in Topanga. If you're in LA area and you want to come out, um, it is literally healing just being in this canyon if you've never been um it's a very magical place so you can come out and see us here i also uh 
um, run Airbnbs here and literally host people and then get to work with them in energy work. So it's really a special experience um, with either me or my team members. And then we also support um, companies all over the country with virtual seminars and corporate wellness um, and various offerings there. So if you are at a big company or run your own company or whatever, and you're interested in that, infusing some um, energetic wellness into your company, then you can reach out and I'm happy to speak with you about that as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I love this conversation for everyone listening, go follow Grace. And I think the, the theme of this episode is it's safe for you to trust yourself. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. <laughs>